You're listening to the Nice Girls CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Benavidez, and I am so passionate about women and maybe a few good men too, who are ready to live on purpose and make an impact. So if you want to be a leader in the world and build a business that makes a difference, and you want to be bold and confident so you can show up and stand out, then this is the place to be. Ready? Let's go. Hello, friend. Welcome back to another episode of Nice Girl CEO. Today, we are going to talk about something that we all come up against, the fraud factor or imposter syndrome. It's when we feel like we're not good enough to do the work we say that we do, or we feel like we're not enough, where we don't have enough experience or credentials or um, a great process to do this work. So this fraud factor creeps in. And because most entrepreneurs are creative, we get this really cool idea, plan it out, journal about it. So we kind of just go for it. And then fear, worry, insecurities, all of these feelings start to show up. And it's totally normal. We all go through this. Even if you're not an entrepreneur, everyone deals with this fraud factor or imposter syndrome where we feel like we're not good enough or we feel like we are not qualified to serve at the level that we say we can or offer the things that we say that we can offer, right? Um, This happens to me. This happens to other people that I talk to, that I work with, mentors, that I've had, I mean, everybody at every level in life or business, we go through this. It's, it's a normal feeling. We even experience this in our marriage. We experience it at work with friends as parents. Oh my goodness. I know my kids can make me second guess myself sometimes because they're kids and they go through their own phases and it has, and I start to think, oh, maybe I'm not doing my best. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not making the best choices. So here's the thing, fraud factor is very real and we can all overcome it. So if we practice working through this fraud, imposter syndrome factor thing, (laughs) we can overcome it and the more that we practice working through it, the the quicker that we'll overcome it regularly, okay? So I'm going to give you some ways to work through your fears and insecurities and worries or struggles when it comes to things that you want to do. But first, I want to talk about three reasons why these fears come up, okay? Number one, it's the stories that we've learned in our life that we continue to tell ourselves. So if you think back to when you were a baby, obviously you probably don't remember being a baby, but just even as a child, we come into this world pure, innocent, and very brave. We don't understand fear until it's taught to us by our parents saying, don't touch fire, don't go, don't talk to strangers, don't eat that, don't do this, don't do this. We're taught to fear certain things. And while some of them are very good things to learn to fear, like staying away from fire or danger or things that can really hurt us, I think it also inhibits us from really going for bigger things and feeling confident in doing that. 
And of course, our parents have had the best intentions when they teach us these things. But as we get older, if we cannot navigate those ideas ourselves and really understand the difference between something that is going to hurt us versus something that might be a little scary, but could also reap amazing benefits, then we continue to tell ourselves the same stories and we stay stuck and we stay in fear of things that could be good. So this, these are just some examples of the stories that you were probably taught. But if you look back to your childhood and what your parents taught you, older siblings, other family members, teachers, even as you grew up, coaches, if you played sports, you know, coaches or, or teachers, um, like music teachers and things like that, instructors, when you started working, you know, your first jobs, what, were, what was your boss or your manager telling you? And, and so all of these stories, even with our friends, if they have stories that we are hearing constantly, we start to adopt them and take them on for ourselves. Now, again, knowing the difference between things that can actually hurt us and letting, letting other fears stop us from trying is going to be a big part of how you start to overcome it, okay? You really have to come up to a decision and say, yes, this could go bad, but it could also go well. So learn to navigate that decision based on what you know to be absolutely true and not a story that you've been told and continue to tell yourself as an adult. The second reason these fears come up is because we don't have complete clarity. We are not absolutely clear on what we're doing. So maybe our plan has holes. Maybe we haven't had time to have a plan at all. Um, but it's not really knowing the steps that you're going to take. That can feel scary. But even more than that, if we don't know why we're doing something, if we are not connecting it to a bigger why, that lack of clarity is going to hurt us as well. Because if you know exactly what you're doing and why you're doing it, that why is going to push you and motivate you. And no matter what, you're going for this. Even when you feel afraid, even when insecurities creep up on you, you know that the reason that you are doing this specific thing, going for this specific goal is so big and so important to you that nothing can get in the way. So clarity is huge in eliminating the fears or at least not letting the fears be the driver. And that leads me to reason number three. You let fear be the driver instead of the passenger. And this is really important because fear is real. Fear is going to be there, right? Fear is also our friend. She thinks she's showing up to keep us safe. Remember we talked about that fear of touching fire or eating something that's poisonous or talking to a stranger. Those fears are trying to keep us safe. So that's awesome, right? Be thankful of this but also be very aware of it. Again, this is where we remember the stories that we've told ourselves. Is it really a safety thing or am I not embracing the bigger vision? Am I letting fear drive me instead of just saying, hey, check yourself. Is this really what you wanna do? It might not work out. Check yourself. Is it really a safety thing or am I not embracing the bigger vision? So those are the three main reasons why fear starts to show up and creep in on your big dreams that you want to go for. And it's so important that we work through these things so that we don't live a mediocre life. You were not meant to live a mediocre life. You're, li you're meant to live a big, fun, amazing, and purpose-filled life 
but you have to step into that so that you can actually live it. Okay, now I'm going to talk to you about five ways that you can actually overcome these fears, push them to the side, kick them to the passenger seat or even the back seat, maybe even tie them up in the trunk, okay? Five ways, here we go. Number one, be clear on your why and your intentions. We talked about this. If you're not clear on why you're doing something, it's not gonna feel as powerful to push through the fear because you don't really have an attachment to the reason why you're doing it. So being clear on your why, having very clear intentions, that's your plan, that's what you're doing, what's your, what are you focusing on why you're doing it, okay? Know this and revisit it. This is something that, you know, you might, as you grow, things might change. So revisit this regularly. That's why I'm such a fan of journaling because you'll get to see the growth of your emotions and your whys and intentions throughout your life or throughout a, the lifetime of a specific goal or project, but you have to revisit regularly. The number two way, the second way to overcome it is to face the fear. Instead of hiding from it, running from it, or just you know letting it win and moving on to the next, feel into why the fear is coming up. And this kind of ties into the story so what stories have you been told that's triggering this fear to come up? You got to dig deep, think back. It could be something random, okay? But you got to uncover it so that you can release it and say, I'm no longer letting this fear hold me back. I'm no longer letting this story keep me from embracing my full potential. My daughter's doctor, she actually shared a story with me that she was terribly afraid of heights. And she went to this event and she didn't really understand this whole idea of, um, you know, releasing these fears and these stories and the unconscious mind and subconscious mind and all of this, you know, this part of, of our mindset and, and the reason that our fears come up. So she went to this event, not really expecting much, but she went through this process that the, the leader took them through. And she discovered that the reason she was afraid of heights is because as a child, she was at the zoo and her parents were moving on to the next exhibit and she was watching the monkeys. And all of a sudden, she noticed her parents were gone. So somehow the connection of the monkeys being up high and her parents kind of leaving her behind gave her this fear of heights. And until she uncovered it, she wasn't able to release it. So now, finally, and I mean, this is very recent. So she's an adult now, like well into her adult life with kids of her own. And she's just now figuring out why she has a fear of heights. So it's really interesting when you dig deeper and to really see where these stories are coming from. Uh, it's just interesting to understand that and then be able to, to let it go so that you can move on. Okay, so now we're moving on to step number three in how to overcome it. It's finding a safe community. So find a group of people, a business bestie, an accountability partner, a coach, somebody or a group of people that you can count on that feel safe, that you can share your fears with and that will help you to move past them and help you to understand that the fear is here to protect you from something However, is it something that you should let 
the fear stop you from going forward or if you should work through it and do it anyways. Having the group of people or somebody that you can go to for that is so important. And this again, especially if you're an entrepreneur where you feel like you, you know, you work from home. Typically we work alone. So we don't have somebody in our in our office that we're bouncing ideas off constantly. And I know as moms, this happens a lot too, because we're so in our motherhood. We are taking care of our kids and running around with them that sometimes we don't get an adult conversation for a whole week. And again, it's finding somebody who feels, you know, who kind of has the same story as you or the same um, interest as you so that you guys get each other, you get, you can understand each other and help each other push past these fears. Number four, I love this one. It also helps boost your confidence is to reflect on your past wins. Where have you had an incredible testimonial come in? Who has just loved what you've helped them with, whether it's in business or in life? What kind of client results have you gotten? Um, who, how have you helped somebody transform something in their life or business? Even raving fan messages. If you post something and some, somebody else comments how much they needed to hear this, thank you for sharing, I've never thought about it like this, those kinds of things, you're making a transformation in somebody's life. That's a win and that's really important. And if you keep a little file or you know, an email folder or an envelope with all of these just saved, you can always go back to that to remember, yeah, I'm pretty badass, right? And it will help you to feel powerful and then stand in that power to move forward on these big goals and these big dreams. And our last tip or step in overcoming is actually going to be our action step for today after this podcast. So as you know, Every episode has an action to take immediately that's easy to do and implement so that you get to move forward. This podcast becomes something that is not just with information, but it's actually something that you get to implement. So we also talked about this before. I call it the what if, even if practice. So all of your fears that are coming up right now or in the future when you, know, you can bring, come back to this practice all the time. You think about all the fears and you write them down. What if they don't like me? What if I can't help them? What if they think I don't know enough? You write them all out. And then you go back to every single one and you say, even if they don't like me, I'm going to keep showing up. Even if I can't help them, I'm going to try my best until I figure it out with them. So what you're doing here is you're not giving fear a chance to win. Because you're saying that even if these fears happen, even if they become real, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to show up. And it's because, again, it's connected to a bigger why. So we don't give up. One of our clients, we were talking on a group coaching call and, and one of our clients um, shared this brilliant statement about this fraud factor and imposter syndrome. And because it is so real and it's so normal that so many of us go through, again, at every single level of life or business, it doesn't matter if you look up to somebody and think they have this perfect life, this successful business, they still have times where they feel like, crap, am I really good enough? Or should I be doing this? You know, they still have those feelings. And I don't remember the exact line he said, but basically we talked about how a fraud is someone who intentionally tries to scam you or give you fake advice, help, support, fake service. A fraud will lie. They'll cheat to get ahead. 
A fraud is not concerned about the transformation of the other party. And that's not you, right? You're not a fraud. If you're hanging out with me, if you're listening to this podcast, if we're working together, I know you're not a fraud because I am not about that and I don't attract that. So here's what's happening when you start to feel this imposter syndrome coming up. It's because you've let the stories continue to hold you back. You keep telling yourself the same stories. You have a major lack of clarity. You probably lack a few things, but clarity is going to be the biggest one. Being and living from a place of lack will hold you back on so many levels. So think more abundance. Think more big. Think more opportunity, okay? It's, it's limitless. And finally, like you keep making this decision that fear is going to win. You have not decided that fear is coming along for the ride no matter what but they're not driving. They're sitting in the passenger seat and they're going to whisper in my ear and I'm going to listen and then I'm going to say, is this really fear or am I not embracing the bigger vision? Is this really fear? Is it really a safety thing or am I not embracing my bigger vision? And then you get to decide. So my friend, faith must absolutely always be bigger than your fear. I encourage you to do this what if and even if practice, push through your fears and start being the woman you're meant to be, live your purpose and go make an impact in the world. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really enjoyed it, I'd love for you to write a review and share it. Also be sure to connect with me in my Facebook group, Social Impact Squad, and follow me on Instagram at NiceGirlCEO. Hope you have an awesome day. Go take action in reaching your goals, and I'll see you next time.